The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I'll leave you off with an amazing story that really shows us how much our kids need us and how much we really have to focus on the right thing, having the priorities. Rabbi Uri Zohar was once invited to a Talmud Torah in Eretz Israel. The great rabbi, I'm sure you have heard of the great Sadiq, Zecher Sadiq, Livracha. Someone that made such a change in his life and in Am Yisrael by giving up his old style life for the way of our holy Torah. And Rabbi Uri Zohar was once by a Talmud Torah going to give them words of Chizuk. And he saw on the Mizrach, the Mizrach is, let's call it the table of honor, where all the Hashubis are sitting. He saw over there a man with all the respect to him, looked like he was out of place. He saw a man sitting on the table. Everyone next to him, Bir, Hacham, Rosh Hashiva, the Menahel. And then he sees a man that looks completely out of place. So he goes over to him and he says, Mechila, can I ask what your name is? So he tells him his name. He says, who are you? So the man says back to Rabbi Uri Zohar, you don't know who I am? I'm the father of the Menahel. I'm the father of the one that started this whole Talmud Torah, the one that's the, the, in charge of the whole school. He said, what? You're the father of that great rabbi? Wow. Unbelievable. He wasn't trying to insult him in any way. But you could see there was clearly some differentiation between the father and the son. And the man goes to him, Rabbi, he's not my only son. I have eight children in total. Four boys and four girls. All my boys are tzaddikim. And all my girls are tzaddikot, married to tzaddikim. And everyone in their own way, being mezakeh that I've been, yeshivot, uh, unbelievable institutions of Torah, isin, whatever they have. And the rabbi says to this Gentlemen, what, what zechut do you have? How'd you do it? And he points to the back. <laughs> the man goes like this. He, said, he pointed to the back. What's the back? The lady section. He said, it's all bizchut my wife. It's all in the merit of my wife. He said, what does that mean? He says, well, Rabbi Yishinol, after I got married, the first day after the wedding... I came back home after Shaharit and I walked into the house and my wife was crying. First day after the wedding, she's crying. He says, right, what did I do? Is everything okay? Are you okay? Why are you crying for? She says, I'll, I'll vent to you and I really want you to understand me and I hope you can join me on my efforts. He says, what is it that bothers you? She says, well, I was thinking about it. You know, really, what do we need in our life? Money, the Gemara already says that money is gazur when you're born, how much you're going to make. You can do all the ishtalut and get all the, the degrees. If Borei Olam has a gezera, someone's going to be poor. That's it. Your best way of changing it is with Torah and mitzvot. And if Hashem has a gezera for someone to be rich, can, the guy can know nothing and he can still be a millionaire. How many people sold masks a few years ago and they're multimillionaires? No degrees, no experience, and they're multimillionaires. What happened? If Borei Olam wants you to be rich, you will be rich. And if he doesn't, 
that anything you do, what are you going to be able to change? You're going to be able to change Hashem's Gezerot. Hashem has a Gezerah, chalas. So praying for money, Yehish Talut you got to do. Praying for sure you can do. But that's not really where we should be spending our efforts. Health, phenomenal, very important. But again, that's all in the hands of Hashem. There's only one thing that's not in the hands of Hashem. The Gemara says, Hakol bidei shamayim. Everything is in the hands of Hashem. Chutz mirat shamayim, except for the fear of heaven. She said to her husband, our children, that they come out with yirat shamayim. That they come out with fear of God. That they're, they're healthy children in ruchniyut, in spirituality. That we have to pray for. That's something worthwhile praying for. Will you join me in my efforts to pray for our children that they should be sadikim and sadikot? He said, I'm with you. And he says that his wife used to pray and still prays for her children. That they should be sadikim and sadikot. He says you could be able to come to the house of Shabbat by candle lighting. And you would see her tears coming down. You could catch them practically with a cup. She would pray for her children so much. It's biskut that lady. That all of our eight kids are tzaddikim and tzaddikot. And Rabbi, don't think I was uh, bringing them up in Benebrak. I brought them up in the worst of places. In the middle of our city, forget about it. It, it, it was of the worst places to raise children. What is going on over there? Shema Yisrael. And every single one came out, a, a diamond, a gem. It's biskut, the mother's tears. Biskut, the father praying. Parents have to have their priorities. We spend time praying in our Amida. Ask ourselves, how much time do we spend praying in Rifa'enu? How much time do we spend in Barikh Alenu? How much do we pray for Parnasa? How much do we pray for our sustenance? How much do we pray for ourselves and our children's fear of Hashem? How much are we pouring out our hearts, our tears, our cries to Borei Olam? Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.